Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Acts 12. Back in Matthew 16, Jesus uh, makes the promise to Peter, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And what we're going to see here today in Acts chapter 12 is some of that truth come to light. And as we look at the dramatic story of Acts 12, we're going to see some things that may not be constant. We're going to see that the story is not always going to end the same way, but we will also witness a few things that are constant, okay? So we pick it up in Acts 12, and the scene shifts from what's going on in Antioch with Barnabas and Saul back to Jerusalem and what's going on with the apostles, and specifically, we're going to see James and Peter, And just pretty matter of fact, it begins with Herod now, the king, which is kind of new up until now. The opposition has been coming from uh, the the, the Pharisees, the religious leaders. Now it's Herod, the king. He lays his hands on people of the church and he kills James, the brother of John with the sword. Um, Now, James, he's one of the inner three disciples that Jesus had, Peter, James, and John. And It seems that Herod is more doing this. It seems that that opposition from the religious leaders is still involved because it seems that Herod is doing this because, hey, these powerful, influential people really like this. So let's arrest Peter and let's plan to kill him. And Peter is kept in prison. But then notice verse five, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. And then comes the dramatic story of Peter's rescue. On the night when Peter, before Peter would have been killed, uh, an angel stands next to him and gets him up and he walks out and Peter doesn't even know if this is real or not. He thinks he's seeing a vision, but the angel leads him all the way out, uh, opening the gate. The gate opens by itself, even it says, and leads him out of the prison. And, And Peter realizes what goes on. And he says, now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And then there's the memorable scene where he goes and he knocks on the door of the place where people are praying. And this servant girl, Rhoda, comes and she hears Peter's voice, but she leaves him at the door uh, to go in and, and tell everyone. And they're saying, you're out of your mind. And they go and Peter's just there knocking, uh, anybody there? And they open, they see, and they are amazed. And he's telling them to be quiet. Imagine with the persecution going on, um, you know. Keeping things hush-hush was important, and this causes a big disturbance um, when people find out that Peter has gone, and even some of those soldiers, those guards, are put to death, and Peter gets out of town. And, And so even in that, we see some things that are different and will be different over time, and some things that are constant. And 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 so what we've seen so far, what we see is, well, two very different outcomes for apostles. James is martyred. Peter is miraculously delivered. 
And as you look at Christians, even in persecution throughout history, you're going to see stories of Christians who suffered and were martyred, and you're going to hear stories of amazing deliverance that God brings about. And so as you consider um, these things, we need to realize if you find yourself in a situation like this, don't pin your hope on, well, God saved Peter and rescued him from danger. So I know he will with me. No, because James right there, he was put to death. So is God able to do that? And does God promise that he will protect his people? Yes, but sometimes he will protect us through even our being killed. And sometimes he will protect us by opening the doors to get us out of there. And we don't know what God is going to do, but a constant we see so far is, you know what should happen in all of those situations? Earnest prayer should be made to God by the church. No matter what is going on, that is something the church should always be devoted to. And even that should inform our prayers. We're not just praying um, in case the miraculous, whether the miraculous happens or not, we should pray. We should pray to God and lift up our requests to him and actively place our trust in him. That is something the church should always do, whether it works out well or not. And I don't think we should even see whether it works out well or not as the litmus test of, well, did we pray or not? Because God will do different things. James dies, Peter is rescued. But then what becomes of Herod? And we see that at the end of chapter 12, we see some history, but there's a moment where people are exalting Herod and really giving him the glory that God deserves. And in verse 23, it says, immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. So a principle that's always true from that, when you look at wicked, even political leaders who suppress the truth and persecute and oppress God's people, they're not going to get away with it. That's always true. Now, what may vary is sometimes God may strike them down in a way like King Herod, and they may really meet their comeuppance in a very real way in this world and in this life. There are other times where wicked leaders will live a long life and die, at least physically, in peace. But we know that they're not actually dying in peace because once they die, they will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and it will not be peaceful for them. God will judge the wicked rulers who oppress his people. That's always true. How he does it will vary. Sometimes we'll get to rejoice in seeing justice in this world. Other times that justice will be something that God brings in a realm that right now we cannot see, but someday we will be able to look back and say, he has done what is right. So that's another constant. God will do what is right. How he goes about that won't always be the same. But the final constant that we see is in verse 24, but the word of God increased and multiplied. That's something that we should trust and believe in and live based on that fact. Um, Earthly leaders will come and go. Sometimes God will provide in miraculous ways for the church. Other times the church will suffer persecution. But whatever the case may be, we need to trust that God's word will work. 
And so that should affect our churches and how they go about ministry. That should affect you and your devotion to the word. And then the chapter wraps up with Barnabas and Saul returning from Jerusalem. And we'll get more into them and we'll see Paul's first missionary journey begin in Acts 13. But from Acts 12, let's remember these constants. The church should pray. God will bring justice to wicked rulers and the word of God will increase and multiply. Let's live like those things are true. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.